folks. Um. I am alarmed. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know we were recording already. I am alarmed because we have lost a listener. It was Amber. (laughs) Amber did not listen to the podcast last week. Yeah. Sorry about it. I'm not actually that alarmed. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Confused and Questioning. With your hosts, Amber and Paige. She they's. She she they's. I like it. It kind of rhymed. I like how you blanketed it. It was perfect. Yeah. We're... We're talking about money today. Moolah. It's all about the money, <laughs> money, money. We don't need your money. Money, money. But if you want to pay us to to do a podcast, I wouldn't say no. This is true. We would not be opposed to this. Yeah. That would be good money. I'm currently very single, so like, sugar daddies, hit me up. Sugar baby, desperately seeking sugar daddy. <laughs> Minus the sugar. Well, can the sugar just be money? Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> I've heard. I don't need a daddy. <laughs> just to plain it. This is off to a great start already. Oh, Jesus. I, I think it. that might actually be a good place to start, though. Sugar is side- No! <laughs> side hustles. Oh, because some people about the grind and hustle. Yeah, I don't want to do that. I don't want to hustle. I don't want to grind. I just want to vibe. Okay. So I think a sugar daddy <laughs> is perfect for me. Yeah, or schmoly schmans, also known as OnlyFans. I was trying to like do yeah, that thing where you you gotta work to do that. That's a lot you of work. You just gotta take pictures of your feet, or you just gotta. That's a lot of work. You gotta promote it. Some people maybe want to see some big boobies and. <laughs> yeah, but that that's I think the thing that stops me is I'm like I I could never. It's it's too much. I feel too insecure. I'm okay with my body, but I'm like oh no. But I just think it's too much work to take photos of yourself. Yeah. Okay, I'm pretty sure though. There's a function on the app where you just talk to people and like you, they subscribe to your photos or mm-hmm. to subscribe to you and you can talk with them and they can give you donations and stuff. But it's I like Tinder. Like it's a lot of work it's like to get Tinder, but oh, like oh. to actually be in the, like the top whatever percent of people who make a good amount of money and income off of it. I think you actually have to work hard and a lot of people don't get that. <laughs> Which is why I'm like, I She's don't looking at me. It is Paige who does not get that. <laughs> well, I've thought about it before. Um, I was going to say, if you're just messaging people on Tinder, why not make money off of it? <laughs> make it an actual side hustle. I mean, true. But then, yeah, I don't know. I start thinking too much and feel shameful. I feel that. I want to know where the term side hustle started and why it started. I feel like I know the why because we're all working jobs or most people are working jobs where they feel like it's not enough. Yeah, it's just not fulfilling financial needs. We're renting because we can't afford a house. We. Am I wrong? You're giving giving me a shock look. No, my face is just like I'm starting to get anxious thinking about it. Why are we talking about money? I don't know. (laughs) 
Because it confuses me and it makes me question. But it also apparently gives me mad anxiety. That's true. Rightfully so, though. Wow. Well, because our whole fucking world depends on it. Yeah. That's how you exist is in a form of currency. We are currency. Really, though. <sighs> That's all that... That makes me feel really sad. Your net worth is all that defines you. So, listener, if you're feeling down <laughs> this week, please don't listen to this week's episode. Amber, that means you. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. She's not listening anyways. <laughs> no, but it, it's, yeah. So how do, we, how do we get out of that? How do we... Wow. <laughs> let's, let's try and understand the problem. On this week, Paige gives Amber <laughs> mad anxiety. Okay, well, my issue surrounding money is that I've always grown up with it being a burden because my parents were always financially stressed. So I've always just had that mindset of money means stress. Oh, like so, a, you have so you have a scarcity mindset surrounding money. Yeah, it's it's not in abundance. Yeah, so I've always been like, oh my god, I'm just I don't have enough money. I will never have enough money. Mm-hmm. Um, so I it just brings a lot of anxiety because of that, and then that it also makes me I think society as a whole bothers me. Because we care so much about money, and money equates to success in a lot of mm-hmm. people's minds. And in my mind, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I don't really give a shit about having fancy, fancy things, which you need money to have. Um, I know, and it's like almost people look at you weird if that's not what your goal is, yeah. is to have a bunch of money. They're like, well, what do you mean? Yeah. Like, why, that's well, not why success not? to you. Like, you don't want to drive a Maserati yeah. or a G-Wagon? Like, or... I mean, maybe that'd be cool, but like, <laughs> for two seconds. <laughs> yeah, true. It's like, oh my God, it's like and what you said about McDonald's. The yeah. first bite, the first drive, that's the that's the best part. Yeah. The first bite of McDonald's is all you want, and, and then it, after that... And the first time you get to tell someone that, oh, I am a Maserati, like, that's the high. But after a while, I'm sure it would get boring. Yeah, because then I think you're just chasing that. Exactly. Well, you've told someone you own a Maserati, but then what next? Yeah. Do you want to see my McMansion? Do you want to see my... When does it end? And why is that the root of your success is pleasing others? (gasps) Well, they do say money is the root of all evil. Yes. So, therefore... Whoa. So. My mind is spiraling in so many different directions right now. <laughs> but I it, have so many different topics that I was like, oh my god. And this, it's related to this. Yeah. But Whoa. that's why I am just like, ew. Like, money's ill. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a material girl. <laughs> material girl. <laughs> Have you seen the other TikToks where it's like, Freddie, you're supposed to be in lockdown. <laughs> Vanessa, I'm a material girl. <laughs> There's so many of them now, but yeah. that's the one that plays over yes. and over in my mind. Yeah. Um, I don't think I'm a material girl. I'm a material girl. <laughs> Gorel. What? Like, Gru. You know how Gru says girl? Like, girl. I no. can't do it. Oh. <laughs> Despicable me, grew. I know who grew is. How he, how he talks. He talks and and he says girl like girl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
I'm a material girl. <laughs> so you're Groot? <laughs> yeah. Nah, Groot's power hungry. Oh, so I okay, okay. I'm not power hungry. Oh, gotcha. Anyways, money. Um, yeah. <laughs> what Groot is after the money. Um, How do you think about money? <laughs> That's try, a heavy question. I try actively to not think about money. Mm, avoidance is key. Um, uh, okay, I say that and I feel like I've tried to like change that. I'm still struggling. Um, Amber and I have talked about this before, but um, I follow and I did coaching with Elise Fulmar. She, I think she Shout changed out. her company name to Queered Co. Mm. Like Queered with a, just a D at the end, dot co. And she was like a game changer. She talks about like ADHD and money. She talks about like investing and like. She just did a post recently that was talking about how like money is a political thing. And I'm like, yeah, fucking true. (laughs) Right? I was like, this girl like blows my mind. I'm like, you are so insightful. And it's all these things that I have felt, but I don't know how to express. Yeah. Yeah. We should have had her on the podcast to talk about this one. That'd be cool. That would be cool. She's really cool to talk to. She seems like She's it. super chill. Anywho, she was really good at, because I feel like I was the same as you. And I feel like I still, like, I still am the same way with feeling like money is a scarcity issue. And I journal about it frequently. I'm like, I have abundance. I am abundance. Why are you worried about <laughs> not having abundance? <laughs> Dear diary, where is my abundance? <laughs> You know, so I just, uh, anyways, that just gave me anxiety thinking about yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> I feel so, like, stressed. We need to, like, breathe. Ugh. <laughs> shake I shit literally out. have to shake out my shake stress sometimes. <sighs> we should have did, like, meditation before this. Yeah, true, we should have planned. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that this is the most extreme one. Yeah, true that this is what we're most stressed about because really it's such a small thing. I it's mean, it's a big thing. It rules our world. <laughs> but we've come this far. I'm assuming there's things in your life that you've done that you would have never thought you would have been able to do. And you've got you've made it this far. Like I would have never thought I would have finished my like my bachelor's degree and I did it. I'm here and I did it. I made it to the other side. I never thought I'd have an apartment this nice with all this nice furniture here and I did it true you know we're still doing it I'm not I mean I'm in debt but I'm not like I don't know (laughs) I don't know where I'm going with anything me neither there's so much shame around money Mm -hmm. for me like girl you just talked to Katie about that oh why well you gotta journal about that you gotta be like what are my values like what what do what resonates with me and then make your shopping align with your values and your spending align with your values so i like i know you're super eco-conscious so like i mean yeah i definitely it takes me about 10 years to decide on a purchase if it's like a fairly decent size purchase like I have been looking at bedding for probably five years because I'm so particular really? about like it has to be the perfect kind 
And, like, I remember when I first... It's not a bad thing. When I first um, moved out, like, with my ex and we were buying, like, kitchen supplies and stuff, like, I was so stressed out about getting, like, the pots and pans because I'm like, this is such a big investment. It was, like, $150, like, whatever. It's not even that much. Yeah, I was so stressed about making the the wrong decision um, because I was valuing, like... I, I'm very much the person that's, like, I would rather spend more money on something that's going to last me longer. Oh, mm-hmm. But I have that anxiety of being, like, well, what if it's a bad decision? What is the wrong oh, decision? What gotcha. if there's one that's slightly better? <laughs> gotcha. But, no, that's that's such a good, like, thing to do, though, because not only are you being true to you, you're finding something that you'll, like, mm. obviously the anxiety comes from the money, but then... You're also being very eco-conscious because if you're buying something that's going to last, yeah, it's not like you're replacing it yeah, every fan of that. 10 years. Like, that's something with furniture that now people are like, oh, things have increased by 300%, like, <laughs> on things that have come from China. And it's like, well, yeah, no wonder because we treat now our furniture like we treat our clothes that they're disposable. Yeah, that's really fucking sad. Which is very sad because I'm like... a massive sofa and sectional there's like millions of them i think that's part of the reason why my work so for those of you who don't know i work like in the paint industry like the retail end of it and i think that that aspect of like what you just said bothers me so much about that when the people come in and they're just like oh i'll just i'll redo it if i don't like it or like Really? So there's like no thought behind it. There's no planned purpose beyond that one single use. Yeah. Anything that is single use is like mind-boggling to me. Well, it's <laughs> and something like paint isn't something that you should treat that way either. Same as like furniture yeah. or whatever. It's, Any kind of like interior design kind of stuff has lasting impact as well as the footprint that follows behind yeah. it too. Well, like my like viewpoint on interior design is I want to make my house a home and like that's very unique Mm -hmm. and personal so like things I want to have forever yeah (laughs) so I don't understand the idea of someone who literally only buys things because they're trendy and then gets rid of them after a while because they're bored of it like maybe they're just having an identity crisis and they don't know who they are so they're just buying what they think they should yeah until something new comes along yeah, they're just testing it out. They're just seeing. Do you just have a revelation? Yeah, that's why I don't like that industry. Because <laughs> I don't give a shit about that. <laughs> wow. And I guess I never preface too, but I also work on the furniture retail side of things in interior design, which is more recently new to me, but I'm slowly learning these things. Amber's been in paint for five years. And she has a look of a very wearied sailor right now. She is it's just, it's just contemplating everything. <laughs> As I always do. <laughs> Confused and questioning about paint. Every everything. Well, just like the I don't even know how to explain what I'm thinking right now. <laughs> it just confuses me that people are like that, that they're so not careful with their purchases. 
Yes. Like, it just seems that so many people don't even think about those kinds of things. And that's why, like, and I think a lar- large portion of when, where I started to think about that is when I started on, like, a zero-waste journey and, like, became mm. more environmentally conscious. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, a whole world opened up because I was, I had just moved out and I was like, okay, I need to figure out how to save money better. And then I was like, mm. um, I think one of my first major purchases was my uh, safety razor which is like oh yeah yeah, yeah. basically uh, really zero waste because you're not it's not a disposable razor it's you reuse the thing and then you just change the blades out but the blades are um 100 recyclable because they're metal yeah so it's like the perfect investment and then after that i was like oh my god i could save so much money doing this route <laughs> and then it was like the diva cup like do you know how much fuck i literally used to write blog posts about this and i was like i i did the math of like how much women oh God, you spend. spend on menstrual products. And I'm like... And half of them are toxic for you anyways. Yeah. They're terrible for the environment. They're terrible for you. Mm-hmm. And we spend so much fucking money on them. And we don't even get the choice to have it. <laughs> <laughs> it literally just happens. Yeah. Like, what the heck? So Well, and that we even have the luxury to have so many options available yeah. to us. And we choose the... Most often, sorry. We choose the most convenient one. Yeah. Which as you're saying, cost the most amount of money, too. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy. I'm like... Like, period poverty is a very real thing. That's so sad. That women don't have access to pads, even. Yeah. That is crazy. Just to throw a whole other level into that. Oh, my that. God, yeah. It's just, like, <laughs> I think that's what bothers me so much is the privilege of being able to just be, like, to buy things without without thinking about it before you buy it yes i'm like that is so much privilege i think and i how i view privilege is with is with so much you're responsible for your privilege yeah yeah kind of as we talked about last week too like if you have money and you you're feeling comfortable with it like having that privilege to use it in a responsible way is so Oh, that's a whole other level. Yeah, because then it gets, like, the 1%. Like, that's what pisses me off so much about the 1%. Because they have so much abundance of money. Yes. And they're choosing to not do, to not help others out with it. Like how we were talking about, like, Leonardo DiCaprio with his yacht. Oh, my God. After he just made a movie about how the world's going to end and his yacht costs. Yeah, there's a climate crisis, but let me... um... Let me throw a massive party. Yeah, because I'm rich and I can. (laughs) This actually, this reminds me of... Have you ever seen the show The Good Place? Yes, yeah. Have you seen, like, all the way to the end? Yeah. Kate, so you remember when they're, like... Okay, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen The Good Place. <laughs> we do this a lot. <laughs> we, we spoil everything. Um, like money. Um, when they're talking about how the last person who got into The Good Place bought his mom flowers. And then they're like, oh, well, this person in 2000 and whatever bought their mom flowers, but the flowers came from a sweatshop and there's this whole thread of how this one purchase this guy was doing something nice for his mom had this like footprint of like negative impact like the delivery van cost uh cost money and gas and was bad for the earth and anyways it's this whole like thread of how this one purchase (laughs) yes has caused it so i saw a tiktok video where someone traced 
the last time someone bought flowers was before the rise of capitalism. What? So capitalism was kind of the beginning of this whole... So the whole theory was that at, like after capitalism started, nobody got into the good place because of all of the ripples and all of the trickle-down effects because every purchase and everything that's happened in our life has these negative implications. So everybody's going to hell? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> it's happening. Sorry if you believe in Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, this person, like, in the show, like, he's buying flowers because he's trying to be helpful t- and trying to, like, brighten someone's day. Yeah. But where he bought the flowers only pays someone minimum wage, and then the delivery driver costs oh all the God. gas to get there, and, and that's the van was made in Indonesia or wherever, and it's... Wow. With child labor. Like, their whole trickle down. There's so many implications with one tiny Explain decision. Explain so horribly. You guys just need to watch The Good Place. I and forget what, what episode. going with. But, yeah. Wow. That just reminded me when you were talking about zero waste. I don't know why, but just, like... Oh, yeah. It has a how, huge fucking impact. Yes. And that's why, like, if that's where everybody... That's the threat is. Thank you. <laughs> I, I, I don't know the exact phrase, but it was, like, if everybody did one small thing, then we would make, like, a huge shift... Yes. And I understand, like, yeah, certainly if, like, what is it, like, a hundred companies are, like, the main contributor to Mm. uh, climate change, certainly if they fucking fucked up and... Yes, actually took some initiative. Yeah, took some initiative and became a little bit more responsible, then we wouldn't have to have these implications. But I also think that just as a human being we need to take care of our planet and that's just important for everybody in the universe yeah. to at least try especially living in a first world country with the privilege that we have like yeah and access that we yeah. have to if you are able to you should <laughs> yes i understand not everybody's able to 100% like with 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 the whole straw thing like oh, certain yes. people need like more flexible straws and like all the implications that came with after that and it came like an ableist thing like of course but it's more if you can and if you are able to help do so yes yeah exactly so aka one percent who are able to help because clearly you're able to have that much money help you should out. do something help a sister out <laughs> yeah Girls rent due in a couple days if yeah. you don't mind pitching in. You know, maybe help the water crisis for... Oh my gosh, yes, for the thousands <laughs> of indigenous communities yeah. that are you know, clean drinking water still. Maybe do that instead of go on your yacht, DiCaprio, but... <laughs> We're gonna be forwarding this directly to your PR. <laughs> but who am I to talk? <laughs> um, I was also thinking about, like... How you were talking about, like, intentional, like, how you're very intentional with your purchases. Mm -hmm. And I, it just made me wonder, like, if that's, if that's something that comes from feeling scarcity or just, like, yourself as, like, your personality and your person. Like, I'm inclined because I know you to say it's more of your personality. Like, you just seem like that type of person with everything, with people, whatnot, but... I wonder if, say, like, you had grown up super rich or something, if you would still feel the same way. Maybe I'm answering my own question. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, definitely I think personality ties into it. But having that fear of scarcity is 
a major part of it. Yeah. I think more so. In the background. Yeah. Right. I don't know. I'm just, I was just thinking about that myself, too. Like, just if that's, like, intentional about, like, going to school and stuff and paying for it and just, just all of those things. grateful. <laughs> and yes. not to say that if you are born into a rich family, you can't be grateful and show and be intentional. Oh, yeah. Exactly. But, um... Where's the proof of that? <laughs> I feel like it's very limited that we see people who actually, and that's mm-hmm. why there is such a stereotype about, oh, rich people are just privileged and blah, 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 blah. Like, mm-hmm. prove me otherwise. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Call me out. Tell me that you actually are intentional about your money and you're trying to do good even though you have all these resources. I'd love to see that. I would love to be wrong about that. I'm angry now. <laughs> and I, I we're in the five stages of grief. <laughs> literally. <laughs> well, I know a lot of it just stems from like jealousy, obviously. But also it's just tr- I, you know what I I agree with you because there's moments where I'm like, you had it so fucking easy. You had I just think of certain people in my life where I'm like, you had every opportunity to succeed. Mm-hmm. And you had every resource and money given to you and yet this is where you are because you don't appreciate it. Yeah. But how do you learn appreciation? Without having any. Without a lack. Yeah. Because you can't have... Yeah, you can't have love without hate. You can't have one thing without knowing the the, the lack of it. That was not... I think I know what you're saying, though. <laughs> I think I'm you? with you. <laughs> like, you can't have love without hate. You can't have... Money is such a complicated subject. Jesus. Oh, God. We might have to do a part two on this to do a little recap. Like, the religion, like... Oh, my God, wasn't yes. wasn't planning on making this as intense as it is, but... But, I, yeah, I feel like it's... I feel like it's so layered and it affects... Like you say, it affects every single aspect yeah. of our lives, whether we want it to or not. Yeah. It's our money. It, we're sorry. It is obviously our money. It's <laughs> our job. It's where we live. It's how we live. What we eat. Yeah. Because it's... How we exist. Yeah. Organic food is way more expensive than it is for... To... Well, I guess now to get a meal at McDonald's, it's more expensive. But to, say, get a can of soup, like... Mm-hmm. So I it mean, affects your diet. But it it's affects. also about, like, privilege. And it's about, like, having the access to that knowledge about being financially stable and, like, all that kind of stuff is what it comes down to, too. Because I feel like a lot of people in poverty are just less privileged and they have less opportunity and, like, less stuff to... Less less access to that kind of education and knowledge. So it's just a fucked up system. Yeah. Because are just going to be stuck. Yeah. Yeah, but even, like, if you look at where, like, say I'd say where we are, like, we'll say... Not in poverty, but not middle class. We're, well, I don't know. We'd say we're lower <laughs> middle class. Yeah. We're still entering the classes. We're not mm. sure where we are as adults. It's still hard to have with what we make and what is expected of us money-wise. Like, we're just out of school. We have debts. We have student debts. We have all these bills to pay for. And yet it's like, okay, well, 
to eat a healthy, balanced meal, you mm. need this, this, and this. And it's like, okay, well, I only have this much money I can spend yeah. on eating healthy or eating, I quotations, healthy. Like, even, I'm just saying, like, obviously, yes, with poverty and people who are very, wor- like, worse off than we are, it's even harder. But even for us, I'll say average Joes, where do we find that balance? How do we find that balance? Then I, I spend my money on chicken nuggets because it's $10 <laughs> for a fucking massive bag. Mm-hmm. And then, then that spirals into maybe many other things. The fact that I'm plus size and then my clothing is 10 times more expensive. And Oh, there's so many layers. <laughs> right? This is, this is what I'm saying. This wow. is exactly what I'm saying. And then because, say, I'm not eating as well because I can't afford to eat as well, my cognitive level's not that high, so maybe I'm not up for a raise. Oh maybe gosh. I don't want to go for more education. Oh my gosh, I'm sorry um, if you heard that. I don't know what happened upstairs. What the fuck? <laughs> We're a little shocked right now. They were mind blown by what I just said. Apparently. I'm dropping mad facts right now. is the right root now. of all evil, and they were like, hell yeah. <laughs> Great shit. <laughs> But yeah. Damn. Hope they weren't telling us to shut up. <gasps> no. They're way Right louder. back at you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was going to say they're way louder than we are at the time. If you didn't hear that noise, this doesn't make any sense to you. But there was a loud bang. <laughs> <laughs> a very loud bang. Um, I, I had a thought. When the bangs got rid of it? Yeah. Oh. I think... Okay. Here's what I think is... The solution to our problem that we're having here is we just are you need- about to answer the confusing questioning Maybe. answer okay or make us more confused okay let's go I'm ready I'm I'm here <laughs> I think the solution is finding it's so individualistic that finding what works for you is just the best case scenario and stop comparing your life to others mm-hmm. stop comparing your successes to others and your whatever makes you feel powerful stop comparing that to others and then you will be secure in your finances i love that and homesteading (laughs) and growing your own vegetables (laughs) that's the that's my because like for me i literally i love that like my ideal life would be being completely self-sustainable like that's so ideal for me because it makes so much sense and i just love that and that's not... See, that stresses me out. So it's not... I don't not, know why, but I'm like... <laughs> see, that, and that doesn't work for you. But, I'm incapable. <laughs> but what... I mean, I haven't figured it out. This but is very like, true. Yes. But what works for me might not work for you. That's very that's true. okay. That's very true. But I think a lot of our, like, maybe insecurities about it is because we end up comparing so much to others. And then that builds up a lot of resentment towards the 1% because... Yes. Why can't I just have been born rich and... (laughs) Well, it it always makes me think who, like, especially with money and things, I'm like, who's profiting off of me having these negative feelings? Yeah. When I, gyms, seeing models in their skinny bikinis, who's profiting off of me wishing I had that body or looked like that? Like, the gyms are, the supplement companies, the... It's all just fucking marketing. Whole Foods, yes. Yeah. Capitalism just thrives off marketing. Psychology. 
human psychology. That's what marketing is. It's human psychology. Of the mani- the abuse the, of it. <laughs> yes. The oh, red flag. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go cry now. I just feel sad now. I feel more confused. Still? Yeah. Damn. I didn't really answer anything. <laughs> No, but you you were right though. If it's someone very... gave you a million dollars right now, would you feel less stressed? Because I would feel more stressed. Because I'd be like, oh my god, okay, I have to make sure that I'm spending this exactly how it needs to be spent, and it would just cause me more stress. <laughs> really? Okay. So yeah, I would feel great. I I definitely would not be the type of person who's like, I'm quitting my job because let's be real. If I got a million dollars, that's, that's nothing not in that's this nothing. economy. <laughs> I would pay off. My car and my student loan. And then I would most likely invest the rest. Wow. Or I would, like, set aside some to put money on a down payment. But again, we, as we all know, that would be a huge chunk of this money. But mm-hmm. I would... I'd still want to work. If I hated my job, I would maybe say I'd quit and I'd find something new. But because I like my job, I'd be like, you know what? A little bit of time. I don't know. See, this is what I mean. After working with Elise, I feel like my mindset has kind of slowly shifted and I do feel I have abundance and I've just kind of put trust in that no matter what I'm doing, as long as it lines, aligns with who I am and what I want to be, then that's okay. Are when, you rich? <laughs> in personality. <laughs> well, when you say you have abundance, what does that mean? I feel like my bills are covered. I feel happy and full with what I've surrounded myself with. And anything extra that comes my way, I'm like, perfect. I'm going to reach my goals. Like, it's not like this instant, like, having money and abundance is just all of a sudden in my realm yeah it's not in my bank account but I put these things in place to set me up for success and to let things come to me easily like I've set up automated payments on all of my cards and all of like for auto deposits for my savings accounts so it just goes in and out and I don't really have to worry about it your money's working for you yeah Mm. don't get me wrong I I did say this to Elle, but I did overspend a little bit this month, and so that stresses me out, but I don't know. Mm. That de- is a very bad definition of abundance, because that's not <laughs> what it feels like. But I don't know. I just am open to the possibility that money and good things will come my way. Interesting. Like the TikTok sound. Did you get it at all? That ching, ching, ching goes the bunny oh tree, God. and everything good will come to me. <laughs> Share this podcast yeah, and keep, you will win a million dollars. I keep seeing all the tarot cards saying that I'm going to get money soon. I'm like, hmm, where are you at though? <laughs> Sugar daddies. <laughs> no, see if you believe it. Okay, no, what I was going to say before though. We're not going down the sugar daddy rabbit hole. I'm stopping that right there. What I was thinking before is, so as I said, like aligns with my values. I feel like I'm following along with that. I think if you had a job that felt like it aligned with your values, you would feel a lot better about money and about earning money and about using your money. 
because if you don't align with how you're receiving that money, I don't think you're going to feel good about it, like, and spending it and going to work, which then, as we know, spirals into many other things. Like, if you don't feel good about work, you won't feel good about eating, you won't feel good about you, blah, 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 blah. So... I know you don't love your company and the way that they do things and then the way they handle things. And it, it doesn't align with an ecological perspective either. Why not change that? Why not find something that aligns with your core values? She, she was too stunned to speak. <laughs> I'm just saying. I just had this like... Just be your assistant. <laughs> I don't wake up, buddy. But you know what I'm saying? You get no. It? <sighs> Partly. It's not fully clicking yet. What are your core values? I don't know. Maybe that's why. I don't know. Just think about it. Just something. Something to kind of. Elise made me do that exercise where I had to figure out what my core values were, and then I realized how much it kind of... Everything that's not aligned with it shouldn't be part of your life. Yeah, or maybe not take up as big of a space as it does, especially mm-hmm. a job, and especially what you spend your money on. Mm. Like, mine, I think, was authenticity, community... I forget what the third one is. Purpose. So everything I do, I want it to be purposeful, I want it to be authentic, and I want it to be community-driven. I like that. So that's me, like, and so I feel like... Definitely authenticity. Mm -hmm. I would say respect. And, um, oh, what, what was, how did you describe intentional? I feel like that's a good one for you, too. Yeah, so purposeful. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Well, I'm going to go have a quarter-life crisis because I turned 25 in a month. Um, <laughs> less than that now. Yeah, thanks for coming to our spiraling money topic. We might have a part two if I come up with some revelations. I think we're more confused <laughs> and more questioning now. Yeah, but that's how the podcast goes, you know? The more you know, the <laughs> less you know. <laughs> <laughs> the more confused we all will be. Yes. Yeah. XOXO Gossip Girl. (laughs) Bye. Bye.